Shalom, shalom. Welcome to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible from the beginning to the end using the original language as a guide. Today we are in 1 Samuel 23, reading from the New King James Version Bible. I do pray Father God opens our eyes, ears, and hearts to his truth and his truth alone. Then they told David, saying, Look, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah, and they are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of Yahweh, saying, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? So the word there kind of means literally strike the Philistines. Notice he asked Yahweh first. He didn't just make his decision. I love that. And Yahweh said to David, Go and attack the Philistines and save Keilah. But David's men said to him, Look, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more than if we go to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? So these men kind of made David doubt. They're like, look, hey, we're afraid here. We're going to be really afraid there. Then David inquired of Yahweh once again. So David must have had a doubt. Like, well, maybe maybe these men are right. Maybe I'm wrong. And Yahweh answered him and said, arise, go down to Keilah, for I will deliver the Philistines into your hand. And David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines, struck them with a mighty blow, and took away their livestock. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. Notice this. How many times in our lives do we have the confidence and faith in something that Yahweh has told us, but then other people make us doubt, just like David's men right here made him doubt? Yahweh, in his mercy and grace, however, gave him another confirmation and said, answered him again, yeah, go and do this thing. Verse 6. Now it happened when Abiathar, the son of Achimelech, fled to David at Keilah, that he went down with an ephod in his hand. Now the ephod contained the Urim and the Thummim, remember. Those are the, those are the implements with which they would inquire of Yahweh um, when, they, uh, when the priest wore them. And this Abiathar was a priest. And Saul was told that David had gone to Keilah. So Saul said, God has delivered, Elohim has delivered him into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. Now, I want you to notice here, Saul physically thought that God, Elohim, was on his side. Saul is trying to kill the man who Yahweh anointed as priest. David is the righteous man. But here is the wicked man, Saul, blessing himself, literally believing that God is helping him. This is how deceived people get. This is why we must all guard our hearts. We must continue in obedience, humility, and righteousness and faith. We must not give in to this. This pride that inhabits many people where they bless themselves. They say things like the Karah Rebellion people said, like, well, we hear from God too. Literally, this man, Saul, who is doing wickedly in God's eyes, who is going to be judged very, 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 very wickedly, um, well, very badly soon to come, really thinks he's doing God's will. So just because somebody calls on the name of Yahweh, just because somebody believes in God, does not mean that they are following God, that he or she is following God. Remember that. And we have to keep ourselves in check. Are we following God even though we call on his name? Every day, every moment, we must really make sure we are living according to his will and we are humbly walking before him because we could too easily become Saul because our hearts could deceive us. We could say, oh, it's okay to do these birthday parties. It's okay. 
My heart is in the right place. It's okay to do these replacement holidays. It's okay. My heart's in the right place. No. We could think that the righteous people who come to warn us are actually wicked. Just like Saul did to David. Not that David warned him, but David's righteousness exposed Saul's wickedness. But it can be extrapolated out to other situations. Okay, I'm going to continue. Then Saul called all the people together for war to go down to Keilah to besiege David and his men. When David knew that Saul was plotting, I'm sorry, that Saul plotted evil against him, he said to Abiathar the priest, bring the ephod here. Because this is how David was inquiring of Yahweh. Then David said, O Yahweh Elohim of Israel, your servant has certainly heard that Saul seeks to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. Will? (laughs) David's not trying to make it about himself. It just was. Because David was anointed of Yahweh, so Saul's going to come kill him. But he's going to destroy the whole city if they don't turn David over, right? We know Saul's habits. He already killed all the priests for, for David's sake. It, it, it's just important to remember <laughs> that it, what David wasn't asking for the attention. He wasn't asking all the focus to be on himself. Verse 11, will the men of Keilah deliver me into his hand? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? O Yahweh Elohim of Israel, I pray, tell your servant. And Yahweh said, he will come down. Then David said, will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And Yahweh said, they will deliver you. Oh, praise Yahweh for his truth. So David and his men, about 600, arose and departed from Keilah and went wherever they could go. Then it was told Saul that David had escaped from Keilah, so he halted the expedition. Well, do you think he would have in his, in his mind, do you think Saul would have realized, oh, Yahweh didn't deliver him into my hand. My hand. No, he just made up more lies, but we'll keep going. And David stayed in strongholds in the wilderness and remained in the mountains in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul sought him every day, but Elohim did not deliver him into his hand. And I pray that for every single person who is walking in Yahweh's righteous ways. Yahweh, do not deliver us into the hand of the enemy, especially our brothers and sisters who seek to bring us down. Because it is always the enemy, the the enemy always comes from within your own home, your own family. And David stayed in the strongholds. Now I love that there. Who is the true stronghold? Yeshua HaMashiach, Yahweh Elohim, right? he's in the wilderness. So this is his wilderness experience. This is his time of not having the comforts of everyday life, not living in the city. He's in the mountains, he's in the wilderness, and he's in the strongholds, the places of safe refuge, which are very symbolic of Yahweh. Okay, so David saw that Saul had come out to seek his life, and David was in the wilderness of Ziph in a forest. Then Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David in the woods and strengthened his hand in Elohim. So Jonathan, Yochanan, encouraged David. And he said to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Even my father Saul knows that. Oh, I love Jonathan's humbleness, his humility. He, wasn't, he didn't care about his will. He didn't want to be preeminent. He just wanted Yahweh's will done. And he realized that Yahweh had anointed and chosen David. How wonderful would it be if the body of Messiah would function in that way? Where we just realized and, and valued the people, everybody else's calling. That nobody had to assert themselves. Nobody had to feel like they had to def, um, 
we didn't have to pull each other down. If somebody's anointed to be a teacher, Yahweh bless them. If somebody is anointed to be the encourager, Yahweh bless them. If Yahweh, if somebody is anointed to be a leader in whatever way or to be a, a servant in whatever way, Yahweh bless them. Don't desire what other people have. It's ridiculous. Stay firm and stay faithful to your calling. Don't copy others. Don't emulate. I mean, okay, emulate the good works. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying be, be happy like Jonathan was for David. David was David. David was called to be king of Israel, and Jonathan was okay with that. Be okay with your calling and be happy for others in their calling. Support them. Okay. <coughs> I'm sorry. I was drinking some of my raw milk this morning, which made me a little phlegmy. So I'm sorry. Verse 18. So the two of them made a covenant before Yahweh, and David stayed in the woods, and Jonathan went to his own house. Then the Ziphites came up to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Here again, bad people. Is David not hiding with us in the strongholds in the woods in the hill of Hachilah, which is on the south side of Yeshimon? Now therefore, O king, come down according to all the desire of your soul to come down, and our part shall be to deliver him into the king's hands. Here are more wicked people joining. Like, just because Saul is king, and just because he's saying certain things, other people are trying to win his favor by being wicked with him and joining his wicked agenda. This is what happens this is what happens with the Messianic and the Torah and the Christian people who come against us. They have no idea who we are, but they join in the fight. I received so many nasty emails and letters from people when I had my store, which was very openly Torah observant. We were closed on Saturday. I had huge signs outside. I only served kosher, organic, non-GMO food. And I was... There were huge sermons taught about me in the churches in town and people would write nasty letters to me telling me that their pastors had warned them to stay away from me or that that supposedly God like right like Saul was you know calling to that God that he wasn't really on his side they would tell me how evil I was like literally didn't know me had never talked to me had never met me didn't know anything I stood for other than they joined hands with the enemy just because to gain favor. They wanted, that pastor said it, so let me, you know, this this false, this paid false prophet pastor, let me just join hands with this person. And it was like so out of the blue, random things I would get. <laughs> it was insane. However, the interesting thing that happened, I'm sorry, a little tangent, you know me, um, there were a number of people who came to my store because of what some of the pastors in town were saying about me being a Judaizer and all this stuff, it literally pushed these people, it intrigued these people enough about me that they came to my store to talk to me, and a number of those people came to Torah, which is how I know for 100% truth that these pastors were preaching against me and saying these things, because these people who actually converted to Torah obedience would come to me and say, yeah, our pastor told us to stay away from you and be wary of you because you were converting people to the law. <laughs> Praise God, blessed are you when people speak falsely of you and persecute you falsely for the kingdom's sake. But that is exactly what's happening to David. And here again, these people who don't even know him, David's done them no wrong. They're going to deliver him over to Saul. Let's be against him just like Saul. Ugh, ridiculous. Verse 20. Now therefore, O king, come down according to all the desire of your soul to come down, and our part shall be deliver him into the king's hand. 
And Saul said, Oh, blessed are you of Yahweh, for you have compassion on me. Saul is so disgusting. Blessed are you of Yahweh. He's blessing the wicked men in Yahweh. But believe me, Yahweh didn't hear that blessing and did not put it on them. Please go and find out for sure and see the place where the hideout, his hideout is and who has seen him there. For I am told he's very crafty. No, he had Yahweh on his side. He was wise. He was obedient. He was humble. Verse 23. See therefore and take knowledge of all the lurking places where he hides and come back to me with certainty and I will go with you. And it shall be if he is in the land that I will search for him throughout all the land, all the clans of Judah. See, Saul is claiming to be a victim of David. When David's just doing what is right and Saul is a victim of his own sin, that is exactly what the Torah people do. My grandmother literally showed up and said to my mom, are you ready to be a part of my family? And none of us ever said my grandma couldn't, we wouldn't be with my grandma, but we weren't going to do the pagan things. We weren't going to continue on those pagan practices. And so therefore we had to separate. And what my mom said to her was, no, I want to be a part of God's family. Do you want to join God's family? See, Saul made it all about himself. My grandmother made it all about herself. Your family members will make it all about themselves and make you feel like you're treating them badly. It's not true. Do not fall for those tricks. They are fighting Yahweh. You are simply on Yahweh's army, in Yahweh's army, on his side. Therefore, you will be targeted because you are the voice in their life that most represents Yeshua. They have, they don't, look up. They don't have eyes to see. They only see you. Okay, so they arose and went to Ziph before Saul. But David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon in the plain of the south of Yeshimon. When Saul and his men went to seek him, they told David. Therefore, he went down to the rock and stayed in the wilderness. Um, some version, it says, or from the rock. So he went down to the rock or from the rock, the rock being Yeshua, and stayed in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that, he pursued, I mean, I'm sorry, symbolic. The rock was symbolic of Yeshua. I shouldn't say it was Yeshua. Um, okay, sorry. Therefore, he went down to the rock and stayed in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that, he pursued David in the wilderness of Maon. Then Saul went on one side of the mountain and David and his men on the other side of the mountain. So David made haste to get away from Saul, for Saul and his men were encircling David and his men to take them. But a messenger came to Saul saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have invaded the land. Therefore Saul returned from pursuing David and went against the Philistines. So they called that place the Rock of Escape, which is Selah Hamech, I'm sorry, Hamalechoth. Therefore, I'm sorry, verse 29. Then David went up from there and dwelt in the strongholds of Engedi. You will be persecuted for your faith, people. Do not think it um, odd that you would encounter fiery trials. Yeshua was hated by every single person he shared with almost. There were a small percentage of people who believed. When you speak against the false customs, the traditions of men, when you speak against um, unrighteousness and you yourself walk in righteousness, you will be the target. You will be falsely accused. You, it will be said that you're the insurrectionist, that you're the one causing problems. You must stay faithful. Yahweh will deliver but you must stay faithful to him. I love you all. Have a blessed day.